Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Socially Distanced Close-Ups, Israel Edition podcast series. I'm your host, Rachel Alexander, and today I'm joined by Alexandra Mandel, the former Strategic Partnerships Manager for Airbnb. For those listening to the podcast, Alexandra is a strategic leader in the tech and business industries. She's worked as an account executive on a sales team in San Francisco, scaled this travel business as the top employee, advised portfolio companies on their go-to market strategies, and recently made Aliyah. Her talents are incredibly interdisciplinary as she spent time writing, reporting, creating programs, marketing, and consulting. I chose to interview Alex since I was so impressed by her wide range of experiences. Her passion and drive, it really inspired me and I wanted to hear more about her stories. So hi, Alex, we're really happy to have you here. Thank you so much for that very kind introduction. You're welcome. It's all honest. So the the first thing I just love to hear about, and you can take this in any direction, but if you could share about the brief story of how you got where you are today and, and what your journey has been like. Sure. It's obviously a big question. I'll try not to uh, ramble too much, but I am from Philadelphia and born of two immigrant parents, uh, one from Israel and one from French. She's French, we're from Algeria. And travel has always been a really big part of our lives. My parents felt like travel was one of the most important ways to educate us. And so we spent a lot of time in summer camps abroad or just traveling abroad with our family learning the languages of the countries my parents came from. And so, yeah, travel has really been a really guiding light in my life. And because it was so impactful in developing my worldview at a young age, I really wanted to be able to offer that to other people, make it accessible to others who might not have had the opportunity to travel as much or to experience getting out into the world or getting out of their comfort zones in meaningful ways. And so most of the companies I've worked for, although in different verticals, have have addressed that in some way, either bringing people together or pushing them out of their comfort zones, often via travel. So that's kind of like the background. And then I moved from early sales career in San Francisco. And actually before that, I was sent to India to work for the Jewish agency and I managed a service learning program. That's actually what I did straight out of university. And then I went to San Francisco and wanted to build some business skills. And so I joined a sales team at a travel tech company in San Francisco. I later joined two founders who were starting a new travel company called Unsettled to help people who wanted to work remotely but didn't want to do it alone kind of have community while they work remotely. And keep in mind, this is all in a pre-COVID world where this was not as common. And then I joined a business accelerator as an advisor and working across a portfolio of 20 companies, 10 of which were in travel. And then most recently was at Airbnb in a strategic partnerships role, working and managing corporate relationships with hotel brands in the UK, Ireland, and Israel. And uh, lastly, as you mentioned, I recently made Aliyah. So super fresh on the scene and really excited to kind of build a new life here. That's great. Uh, Congratulations on making Aliyah. You've done so much and you're transitioning to new work too. I'm interested like of all the industries and types of work you've done from like service to to business to sales to management to to partnerships are any like closer to your heart than others or are you exploring until you find like where are you in terms of finding what Mm. you connect with the most do you think? That's a great question. I think the thing that's closest to my heart is social business and social Mm -hmm. enterprise 
enterprise and business that uh, makes an impact on I'm interested in, a, in several kind of spheres migration is a big one but you know, I don't have the perfect vision of like what would be the type of company I'd want to start in that field or what is the right company to work for in that field I, I went into business because I knew I was passionate about that but didn't have any business skills and so I've been kind of on a mission to build those skills over the last uh, maybe eight years of my career and yeah and so until then I've really been working to like I said kind of build those skills and and the idea is to at some point apply those in a way that's like really directly oriented towards I studied international development and I'm interested very much interested in using business to address some key development issues so that's kind of where I'm headed and I'm taking a path kind of through the travel tech world to build those skills and because I am as I mentioned very interested in that vertical. That's really inspiring. I like that you're taking this like winding path because I think I don't even know what I'm going to major in let alone do and so it's really cool to see you experimenting in all these different like worlds before you. Thank you. Endlessly exploring you know. Thank you yeah it can be very scary and not everybody will get it but you have to like make your own story you know and uh, you people will listen to you if you tell it cohesively so that's kind of what I'm after <laughs> I think the something else I'm thinking about is just wondering what like teaching moments or obstacles you face in exploring I know as you mentioned it's definitely definitely a scary thing so I'm wondering what challenges you faced and what that's been like yeah I think like pretty early in my career and then these kind of moments will always come up where you feel intimidated by doing something new you know you mentioned like I, I've done a lot of different things and I, I think in my mind I see how they all connect and there's an arch but I think on the outside it does look really it can look disjointed and so and I've tried a lot of new things with each of these roles and so there's definitely been moments where I felt really intimidated or unsure I think those moments are totally normal and of course you have to be really humble and kind of like a sponge for learning you have to just be ready to listen to everybody and learn everything but it's also important that side comes really naturally to me but I think it's really also important to not lose sight of yourself and forget what you bring to the table because there's a reason you are where you are and other people have seen that in you and it's important to kind of like own that it's so interesting you talk about like a a clear arch of like how they all connect because I think I definitely I feel in the same way when I talk about I'm interested in like art and in science political science and sociology and usually when I first say that to people they'll always be like oh like how do those connect and I'm always like so taken back because in my mind like they so clearly connect so it's, it's really interesting that you feel the same about the work that you've done too for sure yeah that's important right if you don't feel that way then who's nobody else will for you you know and going off of that in terms of like how all the experiences you have do connect I'm interested in like what core values guide your life like impact your decision making in choosing what like next steps to take yeah I'm, I'm not sure if it's guided my decision making as much as like I think a core value in my life is definitely like realness or just being genuine really important to me and I think to a fault and <laughs> genuine and it's kind of been like my biggest value in a commercial position because I think people are able to trust you a lot more when they feel like you really are being your full self and you're bringing your full self to the conversation or to the work and I want to work I guess in terms of where how to decide where I want to go like it's important to me to work with people who are the same way and that are really really real with what they're thinking what they're feeling and being forthright that's really great I feel like even in like personal environment not even professional like beyond professional it's just so so important and makes such a difference 
It makes people like it builds trust, and yeah, it's it's like mission critical to and and also to the, like to show that you really care. I really do care, you know, about what most things that I'm doing, and so I think that's really important to be yeah. able to portray that. On the genuine and honest note, is that something that you've seen like others like? How did that develop as a core value for you? I think some of it is innate. Like I've never mm-hmm. been somebody who puts up major barriers between myself and other like connecting with other people I think through my travels you know I've lived and worked around the world particularly in the last like five years and it's not a given as Americans to some degree we are pretty inhibited inhibited we're pretty like we wear our hearts on our sleeves and that's like generally a big country but I think that's a decent generalization and it's not really that way with everybody and in every culture and in every work setting and so that kind of risen to the top for me is something that's really important. I have many other core values, but I think that's kind of like a key one. In terms of all these wide range of experiences you have and, and people you've met, is there any advice that's like really stuck with you from people you've talked to? Actually, this is something my mom told me early on, and I still really believe it. And she said, the saying is like, be smart, not right especially for people who are a little bit on the stubborn side like me. I think it's like my ego wants me to be right all the time. And it's not always the smartest choice to like really push for like your argument or push for that one thing that you really want. There's times when it's actually a lot more strategic to just be smart and not be right. And that is really hard, (laughs) really hard sometimes. It is for me, but I found it to be really valuable. And because ultimately, like, it's not the most important thing is to progress and to get what you want to do done, not to be right. It doesn't do a lot for you if you're always right. It does a lot more if you're smart. Right. That's so interesting. And I, I also can, like, definitely see how, how that connects to your value, like, being honest and being genuine, too. Because, like, how can you be honest if you're not, you know, honest with yourself about not always, like, being in, in the right of what you're saying or pushing? Mm-hmm. I think it's the hardest when you really do believe you're right. that's where it really comes up the most or it's like I feel pretty sure I'm right but I know that I'm not going to get what I want just by continuingly to push that rather than just be smart about it that's so interesting I can definitely see moments of that in like the work I've done in terms of like I feel like I get so passionate sometimes and I right yeah exactly like you really care you're really passionate but it's not always the right choice to push it you have to like choose your battles right that's really interesting. The two more questions that I, I'm really on my mind. Um, I'm wondering if there's anything you wish you had known before you had gotten started in this journey or what you wish someone had talked to you about at the beginning of these experiences. Yeah, it's hard when at the beginning when you don't really know what you want to do. I felt like that for a long time and still to, the, to some degree do, you know, at 30 years old. So I think like, you know, the way that I think about choices that I make or things I want to pursue is less about like trying to be everything I want to be at once. I felt really overwhelmed about that being like this, like fully self-actualized version of myself. When I was in college, I was like all, every job I was like, is that going to get me there? Right. Can I be that after this job? Right. And I think it became really exhausting because it's not the case. A career is built over time and you're layering experiences over and over each other. And so if you don't know what you want to do for sure, then I think the best advice or the best thing or what I wish I had known and what I've started to do is 
really just like it's one step at a time and you want to focus on what's going to open the most doors right like i don't know what door specifically i want to open but i know that this opportunity opens more doors than that opportunity right and that's kind of what i've really focused on uh even to this day is just take opportunities that open the next door and the next door and the next door and then like just on a more practical level i wish somebody had told me earlier to get business or technical skills fast. I think those are important. And obviously depending on what you do, but like I went to a liberal arts school. I had a liberal arts high school education. It was amazing, super interesting. Like I'm a great debater, but it's not a technical skill. I mean, I guess debate could be a technical skill in a certain aspect. But like take get specific skills because those are going to be what differentiate you in the job market. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> it definitely seems important and helpful. And like the what's going to open the most doors. I think that's a really, especially as I said, as someone who doesn't know <laughs> where I want to go, I think that seems like a good foundation to have. For sure. And truthfully, I think most people don't know where they want to go. Yeah. Like, they yeah. think do. <laughs> as I get older, I just kind of realize that like nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> you know, we're just trying our best. Like nobody has it fully figured out. Very few people. So yeah, just keep opening the next door as much as you can. Right. That's also comforting in terms of I feel like I, especially when doing these interviews, I like look at all these amazing people. I'm like, wow, they have everything figured out. And so it's promised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. (laughs) And the last question that's on my mind, which might be hard to answer. Maybe I'm really interested for your answer as you just made Aliyah. But for a college student or if a young professional were to move to Israel, what would your advice be to them? Yeah, I feel guilty that it's this question because I just kind of said my answer. But what I thought about when reading this was really about like, ideally coming with business or technical skills. And if not, if you don't have them, then gain them quickly once you're here. And I, I know that's kind of lame It's not like this very inspiring thing, but it, just to be practical with you guys, like your interests and your passions are really important, but your skills are what are going to clinch the job. And so that's really important, especially in this time when it's like more competitive than ever to get a job in Israel or otherwise. Focus on building specific skills. That's great. Yeah. That's great. If you have time, I would love to answer the car question. I thought that was such a cool question. Of course. I'd love, I'd love to ask the car question. I heard that. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you were to end on a creative note, if you if you're one, had to be one piece of one part of a car, what part would you be? Yeah, first of all, just like an amazing question. I've never heard <laughs> I think it's like really, like, yeah, your answer is really symbolic to who you are. So mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mine was probably, I think, I, again, I've never thought about this before, <laughs> but I think it would be the windshield because I love to kind of like get out in the world and explore often without a plan or like a road, like a route, you know, and to kind of just see what happens and who you meet and who you run into. And I think a windshield, I think of a windshield as like the eyes of a person and so like seeing the world through the windshield I'd want to be that that was what I would want to be and I also like just lastly I kind of am somebody who like flings themselves into the unknown like face first and I think the windshield is doing that as well it's like kind of the first bear not the first but it's like one of the major barriers between you and the outside and anyway being like that exposed can lead to things like mash bugs on your windshield and things like failures that can happen they happen along the way when you live that exposed but it's really like 
that's what life is. That's what living and learning and experiencing is all about. So yeah, thank you for letting me answer that. I think the windshield is probably my answer. Thank you for answering it. That's, that's the first time I've asked that in an interview. And I feel that that definitely was like, after hearing everything else you've said too, it's such a, such a symbolic answer. You're definitely right that I can see how that, even though you just thought of it, connects to the values you have and the experiences you've had too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing your story with the, this podcast series. I'm so inspired by your global perspective and, and how you want to be the, the windshield wiper on a car, a car part. And so appreciate like the values you carry. And even though the, the question of like, what values do you carry? You answer is one. I feel like I can, I can see others that are they're coming up too. Like I, you mentioned the, the being genuine, being honest, and also the, I appreciate like focusing on progress and like even when you, whether you're right or not, focusing on like how to make progress and on mm-hmm. opportunities for yourself as well. And definitely some advice I'm going to take away with that. So I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm so glad, Rachel. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Alex. It's been great. It's been so great. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great day and I hope to see more of your work in the future.